0: Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt, to side hustles, to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. How's it going? Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, millennial. (laughs) We're going to be talking about you today and me. So what is the millennial age range and what does that mean financially? so many opinions. How they are either shaping or destroying our economy. Recent news headlines suggest millennials are being too thrifty and thereby killing consumerism. Others say millennials are ruining their chances of buying a home, and they incur so much debt by overspending on luxuries, lattes, and avocado toast. I like avocado toast, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that so (laughs) while overgeneralizing a select group is rarely accurate in order to understand millennial spending habits and risks we first have to examine the actual age range and economic climate surrounding the individuals called millennials if you're looking for a way to change this consider the free online personal planning app called stratus money it's designed for millennials like you and me who want to take control of their spending habits and start making positive changes. It's a fantastic resource. Well here, here's just the basics. If you just want the basics, the millennial age range is roughly 18 to 35 today. So millennials were born between 1982 and 2002. Now let's talk about the millennial age range a little more and why they are flocking to services like Acorns, where they can invest five bucks and get a bonus for doing it. Uber, where they can share rides. An Airbnb, where they can stay in other people's houses. It's awesome. So who qualifies as a millennial, and who are these millennials? Now, there are conflicting opinions about the actual age range of millennials. Some say people born between the early 80s and early 2000s are categorized as millennials, while the majority agrees that those born between the 80s and mid-90s are millennials. Census Bureau results provide that, that the millennial generation is the generation of children born between 1982 and 2002, That's some 81 million kids who have taken over K-12 through have already entered college in the workforce. This generation will replace the baby boomers as they retire. Other sources suggest that the cutoff date for millennial is 2000. I guess that just makes it easier or something. So, we put the exact date range of Millennials as those who are 18 to 35 today. Basically, today's high school graduates to 35-year-olds. Huh, that's a pretty big range. Although there is no consensus on the exact years, the actual generations begin and end. Millennials are usually born between 1980 through 1988. They were born before computers and cell phones became widespread. But it's important to note that there are really three groups of Millennials. Those that graduated before the Great Recession, those that graduated during the Great Recession, and post-recession graduates. This has directly impacted the average millennial net worth. We have a podcast on that. You can also see that as well. Aside from technology and the recession of 2008, the events of September 11, 2001, also known as 9-11, was the most generation-defining moment for millennials in the United States. The reasoning for the cutoff date of millennials stems from the theory that individuals born after 2000 were not old enough to understand or be impacted by 9 11. millennials have a tendency to spend money on experiences rather than material possessions those experience-centered spending habits have allowed for the creation and growth of businesses such as airbnb which are centered around avoiding high hotel costs also Millennials are willing to forego some of the basic luxuries in order to stretch their dollar for spending on experiences by using rideshare services like Uber. Aside from ensuring safety while enjoying the nightlife, rideshare services help reduce transportation costs while being mindful of decreasing the carbon footprint. Millennials are also big side hustlers. They embrace the work from wherever, whenever mentality, and are great at using the online economy to their benefit. Let's take a look at, oh great, some common stereotypes about millennial financial habits. Man, there are so many conflicting stereotypes surrounding the financial habits of millennials as this continues to be a hot topic. Here's one, millennials are big spenders. Historically, the younger generation has always been seen as frivolous and spending too much. This isn't the first time that the older generation points the finger at the younger generation. Some experts suggest that high spending and debt combined is causing millennials to move in with their parents. Here's another one. Millennials don't save enough. Millennials are actually really good savers. Saving over 5% of their salary for various reasons such as emergencies, big purchases, as well as retirement. The recession is probably a huge motivating factor in saving for the future. Recent studies from America Center show that 75% of millennials save for retirement. Here's one. Millennials don't spend enough. Many retailers complain that millennials are responsible for the decline of the retail industry and closure of department stores. The majority of millennials came of age during the Great Recession of 2008. So as a result of that, I mean, frugal habits have ingrained in their psyche out of fear and unrest faced during this financial crisis. I've heard this one quite a bit. Millennials are drowning in debt. Americans owe more than 1.4 trillion in student loans and the majority of that debt belongs to millennials, according to a survey of 1,000 millennials by ORC International. While millennials may be saving their money, the majority of their income is spent on repaying debt resulting in depleted savings and lower disposable income. That's why we recommend services like PathRise that help millennials get higher paying jobs earlier in their career. You can see that resource, and I'll talk about that later at the collegeinvestor.com. I've heard this one as well. Millennials are financially unable to purchase a home. While millennials are saving their money for retirement and their first home, debt makes it difficult for millennials to buy their first home right away. Aside from that, many Millennials are waiting to buy their first home until they are financially stable, even before they get married. While the rise of debt is one factor in the delay to buy property, many Millennials have a desire to discover one's true self and search for identity and meaning before settling down. So let's take a look at Millennials and student loan debt. This relates directly to whether most Millennials go to college and, more importantly, whether or not they complete their college education. So the risk of for accumulating debt at an alarming rate is especially high for those who do not complete college, because traditional jobs in the higher pay range generally require some college education. At the same time, many millennials regret their pursuit of a college education. While some studies suggest that most millennials have a good handle on student loan debt, the majority of millennials have some of the highest student loan debt rates in history, According to a study conducted by the American Student Assistance, a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating financial barriers to attending college, recently released the Young Workers and Student Debt Survey. So, the data shows that employees aged 22 to 33 stress about their student debt so often that it affects their health. When it comes to money, millennials do have some of the highest student loan debt rates of any generation in history. The average millennial has over 30 grand in student loans. Millennial student loan debt affects all of us because it has a direct impact on our economy. Ultimately, these students in debt will see a slower growth in their savings, causing further delays in starting a business, starting a family, or even buying a home. Also, because the majority of these loans are federal loans, they will add to the overall national debt. Some millennials have resorted to desperate measures, accepting jobs with low pay in hopes of student loan forgiveness, including seeking employment at Red Lobster in mistaken hopes of eliminating student debt. There are a wide variety of volunteer programs that offer student loan debt reduction, such as AmeriCorps, the Peace Corps, and career-specific loan forgiveness programs. If you're serious about resolving your student loans and have aspirations for a public service career, then public service loan forgiveness training will be a huge asset to helping you get and maintain eligibility while you take control of your debt. It's amazing. So here's a final word. Whether you believe that millennials are financially responsible or not, the economic climate has created fertile ground for increasing amounts of debt of all types, including student loan debt. While coming of age during a recession undoubtedly affects your spending habits, we have seen enough evidence on both sides to suggest that millennials are financially responsible and yet still encumbered by significant debt. And that'll do it for today. I hope that was helpful. And if you are drowning in debt, we really just want to make it known that you can get out of it. There are so many ways to get out of it and you don't have to stress about it. It doesn't have to affect your health. Let us help you check out thecollegeinvestor.com. We have tons of resources. We'd love to be able to come alongside of you and just help you out to get through this. Please share, subscribe. Maybe you can help somebody else too. Thanks guys. We'll see you next time.